This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me Simon Calder and I'm delighted to be in the Westland Coffee Bar in London EC1 which is just around the corner from the global headquarters of Advantage, the travel consortium and I'm with the chief executive of course Julia Lobue Said, who you will remember um, throughout the Covid crisis was very much the spokesperson for the travel industry. Um, Julia, nice to see you. Things have calmed down a bit, but um, how are your members, the travel agents, feeling? Hi, Simon. Um, They're feeling very positive, I think, given the three years that we've um, all had to go through. They are very optimistic of the future. Trading has been exceptionally positive. Um, It's bounced back, pent-up demand is there, and fundamentally what's really important for me is that consumers are recognising the importance of booking through travel agents, um, given given the disruptions and and, and different issues that we've had in travel. Um, But a very positive future ahead. Um, There are some headwinds ahead of us, I think um, it's safe to say, but um, generally speaking, um, they're feeling very positive right now well that's good to hear but you talk about pent-up demand um a number of people would say there's sort of slightly too much demand and not quite enough capacity i'm thinking here we're just ahead of the strikes at heathrow um british airways um passengers are going to be affected at terminal five uh we've also got a strike involving the passport office which is going to concern people who perhaps got a summer holiday booked and are looking to get their papers in order um it all looks well slightly more like than headwinds more a bit like a um a tornado of problems still coming towards us um, it, it's a real tsunami, in mind a tornado, I think. And, and you're right, and I think it's very frustrating. It's frustrating for those of us in the industry that all we want to do and all our members want to do is be able to provide consumers with great holidays. They've waited so long for them. Um, but what we have seen in a number of cases that the mitigation measures that have been put in place, as you all know from the airports, etc., have actually resulted in, in reducing any problems. So I think the vast majority of people will be able to travel without disruption. But of course, when you're travelling at a really busy period, when you've got all this all this chaos around us um it creates anxiety and that's the last thing we want anyone to be thinking before they get on the plane any advice for the traveling public ahead of the easter holidays um, my advice would be just really stay aware stay aware with um with your travel plans make sure you're listening to kind of the radio listen to the news understand if there are any disruptions leave plenty of time don't get to the airport for you know hours and hours in advance um just um keep keep a lookout for the news um and be prepared and make sure that you um you know exactly where you need to be at the airport in in good sufficient time a lot of people are telling me they cannot believe the prices that are being charged. Now, they certainly don't hold your members, the travel agents, responsible, but airlines, hotels, car rental companies, tour operators, they all seem to be doing pretty well at the moment. 
Um, they're probably not doing as well as you probably think they're doing. I think three years of not earning any, any money. I think, um, like every other economic sector, um, prices have increased, headcounts increased, costs have increased generally. So, you know, every business is looking at actually how do they make sure they can operate um, and provide it, you know, as good a service as they can. So. Prices have increased, but a lot of that is operating cost increase and not profit margin increase. So I think it, I think when you look at it in totality, um, it's a slightly different picture. But with the cost of living crisis here, surely there comes a point where increasingly many families say, sorry, we simply can't afford to go abroad. Yeah, and I, th- I think that there are choices that we all have to make, um, depending on where uh, what we want to do. And I think, you know, for families that possibly can't afford this year, um, they may be, hopefully they'll be saving up for another year and, and looking to do something different. Um, there are different options available to them. And one thing that the travel industry is brilliant at is providing that breadth of product. So I think, you know, I, something to suit every purse string um, is generally available. Any particular destinations you would recommend as um, keeping the, a lid on costs? Um, I think um, where we're seeing this year, Egypt is doing phenomenally well, some great value holidays there and a lot of the product that is available is all inclusive. So for families in particular that may want to budget, it gives them a great option. Um, Turkey as well. So we've got a lot of capacity in Turkey, but some great, um, great deals coming through there. So there are still ways that families and and travellers can budget. Um, And if price, you know, if price is a determining factor, again, speaking to a professional travel agent about what's important to them um, and helping to meet the budget. For, for their requirements. Finally, um, I hate to look back, but in order to um, deal with the future, it's important just to learn lessons from the COVID pandemic. You've got a brand new role. Um, can you tell us about it and tell us how you think things might end up perhaps differently if there were, heaven forbid, another global pandemic? Very difficult question to answer that one, Simon. Um, So I've been appointed um, as a a member of the Tourism Ministry Council that sits under DCMS and the role there is really to engage with, you know, it's a forum to engage across industry with government um, about travel and tourism. Um, I've been asked to join it as the voice for outbound travel. So um, it gives us a really good opportunity to sit around a table um, and engage in a proactive manner with government. Um, I think lessons, you know, part of this is also a step to learn lessons. So I think, you know, making sure that we're engaging with government and, and the right officials now so that we can future proof um, where we can for, for dealing with, you know, dealing with crisis. And I think, you know, as an industry, what we have got in place is some real um, great crisis management um, techniques now and mitigation strategies. So hopefully if the inevitable ever happens, we'd be in a much better place. Um, I'm not sure we could avoid every issue, but we'd be in a much better place in the future. And where are you travelling to next yourself? Well, um, next week I'm actually off to Sicily. So um, I'm off with the family for a few days. I have family out there. So it's the first time in about 15 years that I've been out there. So yeah, looking forward to a bit of sunshine and um, time, time away. Julia Lobue Saeed, Chief Executive of Advantage. Thank you very much indeed. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.